Welcome to Strong Business, Stronger Marriage, where we are your host, Corey and Jojo Rankin. We have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs and have found the secret sauce to creating a successful business and a happy marriage. We have found that as you take care of your marriage at home, your profits will grow and increase in the business. We help entrepreneurs take care of their marriage. We help couples that are feel like they're losing their marriage all the way to couples that have an amazing marriage. The entrepreneur journey can be lonely, and we will bring on guests that will give you the knowledge, tools, tips that you need to find peace at home in your marriage. Don't give up on your marriage or your business because you really can have a strong business and a stronger marriage. To schedule a complimentary marriage deep dive, go to rfamilystrong.best and it's the letter R, familystrong.best. All right, I think we're live. So welcome, welcome, Strong Business, Stronger Marriage, Marriage Ascenders. We have an insider guest, Lorna Moon, who is a who is amazing a coach, and she's just beautiful inside and out. Oh, thank so, you. <laughs> you're welcome. So, Lorna, let's hear a little bit about you. What do you do? Let's hear about you. So, I am a coach, and I help people basically get out of their own way. Nice. You know, we have these wonderful minds of ours, which are amazing at creating things in our lives. But they're, they can create really good things that we do want. They can also create disaster that we don't want, depending oh on how God. we focus our energies and our thoughts. And so I really help people harness that and so that they can create what they do want in their life and stop unintentionally creating what they don't want. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I, I liked a lot of that, how you had said, like, because it is like a stumbling block. When we get in our own way, we're debilitated. Like. We I don't are. care how amazing we are in business, but when we get in our own way, it's debilitating. So how do you do that? How do you help people get out of their own mind? And how do they, how do you help them? Really first start is just getting to, to articulate what they think is going on, which usually our brains want to go to, well, I'm this way because this situation is going on or this person in my life is behaving this way and they're making my life miserable. Yes. <laughs> but yes. we know that it's not really, that person may be behaving badly, but that is not, that in itself is not a problem until we choose to make it one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When we start to harbor on those feelings and those thoughts. And then and they, they just create them bigger. Terrible, right? Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. So that that's exciting. Tell us more about you, your family, how you, you met your fiance and all those exciting things. So I have me and my fiance live here along with our, our two little doggies, two little rescue dogs. And he and I met on vacation, interestingly enough. I love that. I love we were on vacation. It's like a storybook. And, and we met. And it was almost like, you know, it sounds cheesy. It was almost like, you know, the, the angel saying or whatever. But it was really just like, here's two people that were just meant to be together. And even though it seemed at the time that there's no way that we could actually come together and be together you know, God arranged all the, all the details and actually made it happen. So, Oh, I love that. So when you said you met on vacation, were you both in separate States or you happened to be living fairly close? No, I lived in Texas and he in North Carolina. So we didn't live anywhere near each other, 1200 miles apart. Yeah. And we actually dated long distance for over a year before we came together. So let's talk about that for just a second, because Corey and I did long distance and it was rough. 
but I feel like it was actually better for our relationship. And I know there's a lot of our listeners that do do the long distance and it is so tough when you're in the moment, but afterwards, like, I feel like it grew our relationship a lot. Can we talk about how you guys, first of all, how did you guys keep that going? Because if you met on a vacation, how did you guys keep that going? And second, like, how did you guys manage to be able to do the long distance? What type of communication things did you guys implement in your relationship to be able to be successful in that? Well, every night we, we did a video chat every single night. So nice. we had a little WhatsApp chat going on during the day. So we'd send nice. messages on, you know, what each other doing, what we're eating, you know, kind of like thinking about each other and what we were doing and, and, you know, what was going on. We did, <laughs> it's very expensive, but I would fly to see him or he would fly to see me once a month. So we would, we would go back and forth. And, and that really helped. But I think, you know, having that, that time carved out every night that like before we went to bed, we talked to each other and shared our day and we would talk for an hour, hour and a half every single night on a video chat. That really helped. And I think that being in a long distance relationship, it, it's really tough when you're in it because you're just like, I'm missing the person all the time. You want them to be there. Yes. And, but I think that your communication the relationships that last, it, they really are people that are able to build that communication and that trust. Yes. Because you have to really be able to communicate with each other in order to survive in a long distance relationship. And the trust has to be there as well. So not only do you both have to be trusting people, you both have to be trustworthy people. Yes. Because it's easy to say, well, he won't know. She won't know. They're not here. They're not here. And, you know, other people that would be trying to pursue you, you were like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Where is he? Oh, he's in another state. Oh, well, he won't know. You know, yeah, like, the area code. Yeah. That, that people planting little evil seeds in your head, yes. then, you know, it's not going to last. But if it does last, it means that you are that trustworthy person and you are that trusting person. And you're not going to let these little, like, devil temptations get to you. <laughs> well, I love the, that. The one blessing about long distance relationship as challenging as it is you have to be intentional you have no choice yeah. not to be intentional otherwise you don't have a relationship because so true not only do you have to coordinate schedules and things but you really have to be intentional on making the call and spending that time together because when you're not apart when you're not with someone it's very easy i worked all day now i ate some dinner now i'm netflix now i'm going to bed and i don't even have to talk to the world but Share, share with us how that intention during the long distance relationship has carried over into your home and do your relationship now and what is done for you. Or like what type of intentional things you guys do. Well, I love using the word intentional because <laughs> I can certainly say like, you know, my younger days being in relationships, you're in a relationship with somebody because it's convenient and they're there and like nothing better has come along. Like, there's none of that. There's none of this like by default thing when you're in a long distance relationship. Everything is very, very intentional. And knowing that you went through all that time together and and survived that, not survived it, but just also thrived it and built your relationship on more than just a physical thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now when you're together and you have like disagreements or, you know, things they do, like leaving their shoes everywhere except for the closet. Or yeah, Corey does that. Let me tell you. He does. 
everywhere except for the closet or yeah, you know, those things. Yes. You're not just like, you, you know, you're not taking the person for granted. Like, oh, you know, like, oh, this person's a jerk and leave their shoes and why am I even with them? It's like you remember the time that you were there, you were without them. Yes. And you would have given anything for their shoes to be laying in the middle of the room where they didn't yes. belong because that would mean that they were there. And yeah. so you're able to draw on that and not let silly things like be blown up in your mind where it's like a life or death, like in the relationship thing over. I yeah. really love how you mentioned not let silly things impact you and blow things up because that's often what happens. We let something so small build a wedge in our relationship that we keep coming back to over and over and over. And before we know it, we have a problem that didn't need to be a problem. Is your, is your fiance an entrepreneur as well as you are? He is. He's actually run his own trucking company for 30 years. So nice. Yeah. And he, he's also blessed to be able to work from home. So both of us have our own offices. <laughs> and we're right. home. So that's amazing. So with going back to not letting the silly things have an impact, how do you guys manage or balance both being entrepreneurs, both having your own thing, both being at home and have time demands. How do you balance each other and the businesses both separately and together? Well, I mean, I can say, you know, we both give each other our space with regard to what we're doing in our own business. And this was something that I had to learn to do. <laughs> yeah. One, I have an MBA and two, I just have personality where I want to fix everything. So I'm just like, Oh, you could be doing so much better if we do this and this and this. And I'm just like, I had to like tell myself like, okay, this is not my sandbox. He's been running his business for 30 years. Like I need to stay out unless you specifically ask me for help on something because I'll want to get in there and like make these, give these changes that I say should be made and then like be mad if he doesn't do it. <laughs> so. I, I love that you said that because in our group, there's a ton of people that one is an entrepreneur, the other one's not, but that principle applies to everybody. That principle applies to all of us. Like, regardless because we do have to know like okay this is my stepping area this is not my stepping area this is my stepping area this is my sandbox what can i help with what can i not help with and where do i need to be and i think that's one of the biggest factors is because when we are stuck in this oh they're not doing it right but we're not giving the input correctly or communicating it very well to the other person then it just comes off as they're failing and we never want our spouse or our loved ones to feel like they're failing. Like that's not going to boost the business. And so how does he support you and how do you support him? So I support him. So I, <laughs> I support him by waiting till I'm asked and, and like reminding nice. myself to have my own boundaries. Which usually <laughs> boundaries. Means I'm normally asked for computer help. So I'm, I'm like the, the computer nerd. And then also, you know, if it's QuickBooks and he can't figure out where to find something or reports, it's like, okay, you know, so I kind of like help him with that sort of thing. But, but a lot of my help is really just remembering the boundaries because I want to be diving in and fixing everything. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for him, he really helps me not to take things so personally. Oh, that's good. Times, you know, as an entrepreneur and especially someone who's marketing and putting yourself out there you know, if results aren't what you want them to be or somebody, you know, makes a comment or something that you take the wrong way, that you make it mean something, like he's really good at helping, like, help me get out of my head on that sort of thing. 
And and I love that you said that because entrepreneurship is a very lonely ride. Like I feel like everybody can kind of agree to this that when you're in entrepreneurship, all your previous friends, no matter how long you had them, they're gone. Like they're like, they're like you're doing a what? A business, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's it's scary and sad at the same time because then we feel like okay, we're on our own. And then mental comes into play, which I'm so thankful that you help people with that because it's a huge aspect of the business. You know, it's huge. Yeah. And it, it really doesn't matter what success you've had in a career or a job or whatever. When you become an entrepreneur, it's completely different. It's like the slate is clean and you're starting from like, you know, you just graduated kindergarten with your little cardboard <laughs> graduation yes. hat. <laughs> yes. Yes. It really is. Like, it is. Oh. And, and especially, like, if you never had the thought to become an entrepreneur, like, Corey and I, that was not in our path. Like, I was going to open up my own therapy business. And that, yes, entrepreneurship, but it's not the same thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know? Well, yeah. Lorna, I have a, a bit of a personal question for you, so answer it as much as you're comfortable for. Oh, snap. So, Jojo jo 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 and I, our whole purpose is to make families stronger because we want children to be raised in a two-parent household. We want marriages and families to stay together. And we know I know we've had a conversation before that you were in, in a marriage that didn't work, that led in divorce, and now you found your Prince Charming who's super amazing and has really blessed your life. So without getting too emotional or without really being as personal um what what kind of things did you notice that didn't work well in your previous relationship that other people can see as a red flag to make sure they really pay attention to so their relationships can stay strong because that's our ultimately goal because we want all families to stay together we want people to be able to resolve conflict and just have a thriving business and a thriving marriage and so when that doesn't happen, we want people to have the ability to learn from it. So without being too personal, but just share with us kind of what you think, what um, people can avoid or where some problems might be that could be put a strain on a relationship. And then we can share some tips together how people can avoid those kind of things. I would say that ultimately it all boils down, like regardless of whatever it is, it all boils down to communication and lack of communication. Because when there are topics that are off limits or I better not ask him about that or I better not ask her about that or we better not talk about that because we won't agree and we'll fight and so it's just better to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist or whatever. When, when there's not just 100% like communication availability that you, you can ask each other or talk to each other about anything you the seed of destruction is planted and is sprouting yeah that, that's so perfect i love that because one thing that becomes important for everyone to to notice is many people i'm sure many people have heard this a relationship is 50 50 but i want to throw that myth out the window i want you to believe that a relationship is a hundred hundred i want you each individually myself included to give 100% of your best this day. And your spouse, as they give 100%, even if you have an off day and you're really struggling, the world is falling in and you don't have much to give, 100% might on a normal day might be only 50% of what you have to give today. 
but that's where you can really grow as a spouse. If I'm only able to give 25% and that's the best I can do today. And Jojo's having a great day and she can give her hundred percent. We have a hundred percent, 125% effort yeah. in our marriage. We don't have less than 50%. We don't have people feeling like they're not carrying their weight and stuff because tomorrow Jojo might have a rough day and I might have an amazing day. So I want everyone to, to start to adopt that a marriage, a relationship, whether it's an intimate relationship in your family, whether it's a business relationship, 100-100 is what it should be. 100% of the best that you have to give today. And that will go so far in improving the quality of all relationships. So I'm so glad that you said that 100% communication is absolutely crucial, but it goes even deeper than that. 100% of the best you have to give today. I love that. Absolutely. And, you know, as far as the communication goes, being willing to say, but also being willing to hear. Yes. Things that you may not like. Yes. So when you say that, because there's, there's a lot of different ways that that could spark a huge fight. So how does your, is it okay that we use your fiance? How does he approach you with, how does he approach you with like conflict? How does he approach you with like, let's say finances is an issue for you guys. Cause that's an issue for a lot of couples. If he yeah. were to come up to you, how does he usually say, Lorna, we need to talk without saying we need to talk. <laughs> He'll usually, cause he, okay, so I'm five foot four and he's six foot four. <laughs> he'll normally like stand on the bottom and he'll put me one step up. <laughs> I love it. You know. We're at the same height. Love it. <laughs> and he'll give me a big hug and he'll say, you know, there's some important stuff that we have to go over and I love you and you know, this and that. And can we sit down and you know, not have the TV, not have any distractions, not have our phones and just like have a conversation about this. And then I know, cause he comes, when he approaches that way, like this is really important. And this is, you know, this is like a time that there needs to be the time out. Like we got to take it and we got to you know, have that conversation, but he'll always approach me gently. Like he won't ever approach like an anger and be like, well, you, this and this and this, he'll just say, you know, I'm really concerned about this because this and you know, I sense that you're not really being true to what you want to be or, you know, in this, you know, financial situation or what you want to, you know, not true to what you said or whatever. Right. Right. And so I want to, you know, shine a light on it for you. Right. So I, I love how you address that because I feel like men, if you are watching, <laughs> listen back, rewind a little bit. <laughs> I can guarantee 99% of us women need to be approached that matter. That is exactly the way to have a conversation with us so we don't explode. I know for me, like if Corey were to come into the room and say, we got to talk about this, and I would feel like I'm in trouble. But if you notice, there's a few things. Number one, he approached it gently. He did it in a silly manner in the fact that he puts her on the steps so they're the same height. Well, he puts her on the same level. There's same no level too. Dominance. There's no dominance. Yeah. But he also is taking accountability of I am feeling or I have noticed he's using soft. They call them soft. Well, there's a lot of different names for it, but soft words. I'm feeling I'm I need to address this. And and then she doesn't feel attacked, but yeah. she's also able to feel like, OK, I'm in a loving situation. So there is no I'm not walking on eggshells right now. Yeah. So men, if you are watching, rewind and re-listen to this because this is this is huge on how we communicate with our spouse and our and our girlfriends. Like this is huge. Now, if a woman were to come to a man and address him like that, he may not respond the same way. No. But I can guarantee 
us women, this is the best approach. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the approach is important, but you have to know who you're approaching for. Yes. For yeah. Lorna's fiance, he knows that that's how he can meet her needs. That's how he knows that he can protect her, can love her, and take care of her. For me, JoJo, if she told me that, I'll just, I would give her that same hug, but we probably wouldn't say anything. Like, yeah. But it, it becomes be important. What is your spouse's, what is your companion's love language? What method truly meets the needs that they have? And how have you practiced that? And figure out what that looks like. And then that's how you approach a tough conversation. Whatever meets the needs. Because a lot of times what happens is we approach someone in the way that we want to be approached. And they feel like they're not understood. They feel rejected. They feel like they're not valuable because you didn't pay attention to their needs. Although that's never, that's rarely the intention. Mm -hmm. So my challenge for everyone is that figure out your, your spouse, figure out what their needs are. How do they respond? How do they feel loved? How do they feel appreciated? How do they feel valued? And then approach them in that manner. And you'll be surprised at how much more peace in your home will be there. The contention, even if it's small, will decrease because you will really feel and they will feel that their needs are being met. And, and when someone's needs are met, you can perform at such a higher level than if you're really struggling for safety or food or shelter. And so meet the needs of your spouse. And as you focus on your spouse, as you focus on each other, as you focus on the peace in your home, your business will start to flourish in a way that you've never seen before. So I'm really glad that you shared that how he can approach you. And I think another big thing too, is like Corey had said, like all of us are different and have the conversation of how they want to be approached for Corey and I, we've talked about it. And the way that we've discussed is that we first say, I love you. And there, there's, is not meant to hurt any feelings. There's nothing hard here, but I just want to have a conversation. And that's how we start our conversations. It's literally simple like that, but we also have five kids. So we have <laughs> to plan our time to be able to have those conversations because having a hard conversation with five little monsters around you, no. Not going to happen. So, yeah. But, yeah. Well, Lorna, we certainly appreciate you giving the group a glimpse of your sweet spirit and your smile that just glows. Yes. So what, what is one last thing that you can share with every entrepreneur who is in a relationship? How can they find the greatest peace at home by really putting the needs of their spouse first? Yes, I say that when you have the – when you have things solid in your relationship, then you have the extra brain power and the creativity to build and grow your business. You cannot have disharmony in your relationship and expect your business to thrive. So if that's kind of the position that you're in, there's been this, I'm not going to communicate. I'm doing the silent treatment. I'm not going to talk to this person about that. Or you're harboring some sort of resentment. Just, you know, sit down, have that conversation. Like, now like as soon as possible <laughs> if one of them's not home do it as soon as you get home and have that relationship and and free that energy and that and, and let that love be flowing in your house and in, in your relationship between the two of you and that's just gonna just gonna provide exponential benefits to your relationship to your business to your family to like everything in your world i love that i absolutely love that well you you're smiling and you're glowing how can you Share that energy with people. How can they get that same energy from you and work with you? 
Well, I, you know, I work with clients one-on-one -on -one, and I would absolutely love to work with anyone on, on anything they're, they're struggling with or, you know, to prove their relationship and their life. Best way to work with me, obviously my, my profile, my, my calendar links, my profile, they can text my, my last name moon, M O O N to 90407. And that will actually get them a link to my calendar to book a consult with their cell phone and they can just do it right then. So I can just text moon to 90407. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. We really appreciate you having you on here and we love all our marriage ascenders. And if you have more questions, please reach out. Or if you do need to have these hard conversations, you got support guys, you got support. Lots yeah. of support. <laughs> Lots of support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Strong Business, Stronger Marriage. Be sure to click subscribe right now. And we would love it if you could do us a quick favor. Please rate and review our podcast. This will help other entrepreneurs who want to strengthen their marriage and business find our content. To schedule a call, go to ourfamilystrong.best and join us on the inside at our free Facebook group, Strong Business, Stronger Marriage. Join us next time on Strong Business, Stronger Marriage.